today we are going to read um, <coughs> the scripture is from Colossians chapter 3, <coughs> verse 2 to 4. First, I'm going to read it in Chinese. 哥罗西书三章二节到四节，你们要思念上面的事，不要思念地上的事，因为你们已经死了，你们的生命与基督一同藏在上帝里面。基督是我们的生命，它显现的时候，你们也要与它一同显现在荣耀里。Colossians 3, 2-4 Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is the word of the Lord for us. Good morning again. Uh, my name is James Shen. My family has been with Capital Community Church for 14 years. Today we have uh, our grandma uh, visiting us. Uh, she's going to uh, join the, the Chinese message. We also have our daughter Luna uh, here, and she's going to go back to college very soon. Uh, also, my wife Joanne. Uh, I'd like to uh, make sure you know who Joanne is, <laughs> because uh, in today's message, I will mention her name many times. So Joanne is the beautiful lady just standing here reading the Chinese verse to you. <clears throat> so seven years ago, uh, Jim and Judy invited Joanne and I to a lunch. Jim and Judy were the leader of uh, family life, a marriage and uh, family ministry in China. Um, they asked us if we were willing to become a speaker couple to family life. I don't know what Joanne thought about, about our marriage, but I thought our marriage was okay. So we said, uh, yes, we will join the ministry. And uh, then we attended the first conference as a student. Before that, we didn't have a chance to attend any marriage conference. Uh, right after the first conference, Jim and Judy asked us to prepare uh, first talk, which is uh, about communication uh, in the marriage. Um, actually, the communication during the preparation process uh, between Joanne and I is not smooth at all. <laughs> We start argue about when we should have started the uh, preparation, who should talk, which part. Um, but uh, nevertheless, uh, we did our first talk. Right after first talk, uh, Jim and Judy asked us to prepare for another talk for the next conference, which is about resolve conflict. <clears throat> Gradually, um, two of us are deeply involved in this ministry. Not only we became a speaker couple, but also we are the event organizer and a couple leading home group uh, at our house. <clears throat> um, then colleagues and friends come to us 
for marriage advice and uh, even counseling. And uh, <clears throat> so through the few years, we have learned and have uh, taught many skills about how to build a healthy marriage and a healthy family. However, our comfort at home never stopped. <clears throat> um, one day, actually, um, before a marriage conference, Joanne told me she could not talk anymore because uh, she felt that it is uh, hypocritical to stand on the stage to encourage the audience um, to look forward a healthy marriage when our marriage didn't go anywhere. In 2016, we asked for marriage counseling help to our own marriage from uh, family life. <clears throat> So through the professional help, we realize the struggles derived from the huge difference of our personality. Joan is a very relational type of person. She really looked forward my full attention all the time to her. And I, on the other side, would rather have my own space and uh, enjoy my time alone. I actually thought it is unacceptable to a healthy marriage when the husband is not always eager to be with her all the time. And on the other side, I thought our marriage is fine. And uh, until she, I see she was frustrated and hurt by my distance, then I get panicked. So, I promised to join, I would like to make some changes and give her more time. And uh, I cut down my workload from workplace and, uh, you know, did a few other things. So, we're getting better. But just for a while, I drift away again from giving her full attention because everything I have done is against my nature. <clears throat> and actually, when I cut down workload from workplace, I increase workload from church and a lot of ministries. And Joy is not going to tolerate that. And uh, she demands my attention. And in the process of demanding uh, many times she will get emotional. When she gets emotional, then I will try very hard to fix the problem by using our own, my own strengths. So today is um, the third study of the uh, book of uh, Colossians. And uh, I think if I ask uh, there is any one verse you remember from this chapter, uh, a lot of people will remember this verse. Wife should submit it to husband and husband should love your wife because 
we actually use this verse frequently during our daily life. Uh, that is the reason I like to open this message by telling uh, about our marriage. Um, now let's uh, bow our head um, pray. <clears throat> uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for inviting me to this stage. Also, thank you for the other three speakers um, teaching the book of Colossians, Brian, Craig, and John. Uh, thank you for your prayer and help during the preparation. I pray that the uh, Holy Spirit will speak through me and uh, every brother and sisters will open your heart have ear to hear, and have a heart to understand God's message. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So the simplified outline of Book of Colossians um, <clears throat> is, uh, is showing in this table. Um, so the first study two weeks ago, uh, led by Brian, is about Christ's supremacy. Then a week ago, the second talk led by Craig is about uh, God's sufficiency. And this talk I'm going to give is about the application of an, our understanding of Christ's sufficiency and the supremacy um, to our family life, to our relationship. And uh, the fourth talk um, will be given by John is about the application of our understanding who Jesus is to our community uh, life. And um, uh, next page. So the third study covers chapter 3 and also the first verse of uh, chapter 4. And the first passage um, is uh, chapter 3, verse 1 through verse 4, <clears throat> about setting our minds on Christ. So here Paul teaches us, we as a Christian should set our focus on Christ as our Lord, for because uh, Christ's supremacy and uh, sufficiency is our authentic truth, and the life. <clears throat> and we should set our hopes on him, and we are now bounded with Christ in his death, his resurrection, and his glory. And we should let Christ feel our thoughts and take hold of our will so we won't be bothered by the earthly troubles, and uh, fears. So the key verse in this passage is verse 2. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Which are the verse we just heard uh, from uh, uh, two sisters. Um, our life hidden with Christ. The meaning of the uh, word hidden implies our true life 
is there, but sometimes we don't see it. And also, hitting with Christ in God, ask us to seek, to seek our perfect ourself in God, and also seek the perfection from Christ. <clears throat> Two weeks ago, in Brian's message, he used the uh, uh, illustration of lamb. I don't know if you still remember, um, but when I was a kid, I lived in my grandma's village for two years. At that time, the lamb was kerosene lamb. You know how kerosene lamb works. So imagine lamb has his own life, and during the process, he was transformed from kerosene to electricity. <clears throat> and, uh, and you can imagine that uh, this lamb will be very hard to get rid of uh, his nature. From time to time, he will try to work very hard to fill up with the kerosene and also use a match to light it up. But actually, <clears throat> he don't need to do all those hard work, right? He only needs to plug himself into the electricity and the light will be much brighter than before. So <clears throat> during our marriage, we have about 10 years when both Joy and I were not a believer. So our life are full of the old nature such as uh, selfish, uh, selfishness, pride, and insecurity. And uh, later, we are saved. But uh, still, we come back to our own nature from time to time. When Joanne looked at me for satisfaction, and uh, all the time, she got the disappointment. And uh, <clears throat> when I saw Joanne wasn't happy, then I focused on my own strength, try to fix the problem. So what we should do to our own nature, so that is the uh, message from, from this second passage, which is chapter 3, verse 5 through verse 11. Paul teaches, put off our old nature. So, here he mentioned we should put the sin and our sinful way to death. So we all understand what the sin is. So what are the sinful ways? The sinful ways are the anger, rage, um, malice, slander, filthy language, and lying. So one thing I'd like to share with you is when we put off our old nature, put off everything, not the part of our old nature. <clears throat> so this is actually the mistake I made in our marriage. I thought in my old nature I still have something very good, such as a hardworking, 
goal-driven. And if I held on this so-called the good old nature, that prevent myself from depending God 100%. So the illustration I like to use is uh, uh, the ID car. Actually, that happened to Joanne and I. We used to be uh, a Chinese citizen, so we have uh, Chinese ID cards. And uh, later, uh, we, we have uh, American passport. And um, <clears throat> once we have American passport, this old ID car not only is useless, but also is dangerous. Because uh, the temptation is there. For example, when I went through uh, airport, oftentimes I see the Chinese citizen line is much shorter <laughs> than the line for foreigners. Right? So, if you use a Chinese ID card when you're already an American citizen, actually it's a crime. <clears throat> so what do we should do with our old ID? That's what the Paul talks about in the third passage, uh, this passage, and you put it off. <clears throat> and one thing I like to point out is, uh, and also he mentioned the put on, and later I will try to explain more about put on. But the put off and the put on is a process of inside out. Please don't think it is simply uh, outward things, just like you put off, you take off your old clothes and put on new one uh, uh, to your physical body. So Paul continue teach us about uh, put on. And more specifically, uh, the next slide is put on Christ's love. And uh, he teaches God loves us, so we must close ourselves with his love, which is compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and the patient. We use love uh, this word very loosely and uh, randomly. <clears throat> and um, I always thought, because love, Joanne and I got married. You know, during marriage conference, there is a, a point we ask the audience to raise a hand. Um, you got married because... Uh, the pressure from your parents, which, you know, in China today is very, very heavy. <clears throat> you got married because your age tells you this is the time to get married. So several choice, and one of them is uh, you get married because you love each other. And uh, we see a lot of our audience raise hands because they believe they got married because they love each other, and my hand is uh, among them. I'll, I'll, I raise my hand with them. But today, I will be honest. I didn't love Joanne, even in the beginning of our marriage. With the same love, Jesus loved us. <clears throat> so what I 
What is the misunderstanding here? I thought I loved her, but actually, I love the imagination in my head of Joanne. And Joanne thought she loved me, but she loved the expectation inside her about me. It's not the true me. It is the expectation or the imagination of each person. <clears throat> our, our wife always asks our husband this question. Do you love me? Uh, Joanne actually asked this question a few times during our marriage. And I said, of course. <clears throat> then Joanne followed with this question. If you love me, why you don't want to spend time with me all the time? Before I thought, well, this is a, a ridiculous question. But now I believe it is a very reasonable question. <clears throat> so we have married for 26 years now. And just until recently, I finally realized I didn't love Joy. I like her. I wanted to love her. But I was crippled, crippled because of the thing inside of me. Actually, I realized I could not love anyone, even myself. Even myself. <clears throat> it is very shameful and hard to admit it. I'm not a loving person. That is the reason we struggle for such a long time, even in the midst of learning all so-called tips and uh, skills of building healthy marriage and also teach others uh, how to improve their marriage relationships and our struggle continues. <clears throat> but the good news is uh, we can close ourselves with uh, Jesus' love. So the key verse here uh, in this passage is uh, verse 14. Over all those virtues put on love, which bind them all together in perfect uh, unity. Uh, next slide. Love is peace. However, peace, my understanding is that peace is especially important in the relationship, such as a marital relationship, because we're all afraid of tension, all afraid of conflicts. So Paul teaches a little bit more about peace. <clears throat> so in our marriage, and uh, some uh, turning point, uh, start. Joanne started to turn her eyes to Christ away from me for satisfaction. In December 2017, um, actually not long after a fight between us, 
I joined a meditation in Hong Kong. Or I really joined the Psalms and the, the hymns, um, everything about that meditation program. But very special to me, uh, Jesus encountered me there uh, for 30 minutes. <clears throat> so I noticed that my personal relationship with Jesus deepened. And uh, then I felt so much loved by him. And my sense of security increased. And I have more peace inside of me. I have more peace. So Paul emphasized in this passage, he emphasized being thankful actually twice. <clears throat> Here in verse 15, he added, and be thankful. And later, and he specifically asked us to be thankful to our God Father. So, When we realize uh, Jesus is uh, supreme and sufficient, we will be more thankful. When we realize ourself is insufficient and incapable, we will be more thankful. And when we become more thankful, actually, we will have uh, more peace inside. When we have uh, more peace, God's love can f flow through us to our wife and the children uh, easily. <clears throat> so now, actually, I'd like to invite Joanne uh, to the stage to share her side of the story. Hi, I'm Joanne. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to be here and share my side of the story. Um, so in, in the Bible, the person I uh, resonate the most is a Samaritan woman. Jesus talked at the well. So this woman, um, she um, changed husbands six times, tried to resol resolve some issue. Um, of her own, um, and um, in some way, I like uh, this woman. Um, I didn't change husband, but I expected a changed husband more than six times. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had an issue. I think James already mentioned. Um, I had an issue is... Um, I had a, um, a big, empty bucket inside of me. And um, always, always need to be filled. And like the Samaritan woman, I go to James. And um, he actually, he, he helped. He tried his best. Give me what he had. But it was not enough. I didn't fill up my big, empty bucket. 
So I demanded. I demanded him to solve my issue, and he couldn't. So I got really angry, and to a point that I just I went to Jesus. I got so angry, I went to Jesus, and I cried with him. And um, Jesus talked to me, and I talked to Jesus, and, and we talk, we talk. And as we were talking, actually, Jesus filled up my bucket. Um, but then, um, after a while, maybe days, maybe weeks, it depends my bucket will become empty again. <clears throat> and right away, I went to my husband. And I want him to solve my problem. This time he improved. <laughs> but it's still not enough. I got frustrated with him. I got so frustrated with him, I decided I'm going to go to Jesus. And I spend more time with Jesus. And we talk, and we spend time, and Jesus fill up my bucket again. So you know how it goes. After a while, my bucket will become empty again. And what should I do? You guys are fast learners, not me. <laughs> I was really stubborn. I went to James again and got very disappointed and then go to Jesus. So for many years, I was doing this, like empty bucket, James, Jesus, empty bucket, James, Jesus. It, it seemed that I was just going um, in circle, nowhere. But actually, not exactly. Because what happened was, although I was going in the same cycle, I spent less time here demanding what I want, what I need. I learned, I moved quickly to there, where I know Jesus will fill up my bucket. So for the years I spent time here with Jesus, he started to help me to see myself, um, the true self, and my true condition, which is uh, very eye-opening. I, um, I, I see, actually, I am extremely insecure. And I see I am totally broken. Very prideful. And actually, I am blind. I am unable to fully see until God reveals. And I see my true condition. And with that, I just have this deep, deep appreciation and, and um, thankfulness for what God has given me. 
and continue to give. His saving grace, <clears throat> his full acceptance, his kindness, his very gentle kindness. and his unchanging love. So looking back, of all the struggles I had in my marriage, I realized how God has used James to be a sign pointing me to Jesus. And um, so that I can set my mind on Christ and allow God to clothe me with his love. And by doing that, very interesting, magically, <laughs> slowly, um, without even knowing, I am transformed inside out. So God is good, and he really knows. He knows what he's doing. Um, so I hope my testimony would encourage you if you are struggling in relationship, whether it is with your spouse, children, a relative, or a close friend. Two points I want to emphasize in this story. The part of your relationship you're most fr frustrated with can sometimes be the most important space where God is using for growth. And second point is, growth is not a straight line. <laughs> not a straight line. The important part was that I did not stay in my anger and my frustration here with my husband. Now I see the conflict with my husband is a sign pointing, pointing me to go to Jesus. So thank you for giving me the opportunity sh to share my story. Thank you, Joanne. Okay, so now we come to the, the last passage of this chapter. And uh, Paul used the three relationships uh, to teach us Gave us, uh, gave us some uh, instructions. But uh, from Joanne's uh, sharing, we know that that relationship actually serves a high purpose. We know that God wants uh, our marriage to be, you know, peaceful, very... Uh, we enjoy that relationship, also enjoy the relationship with the kids and our relationship in the workplace. But all the relationship serve to a high purpose, which Joanne just shared, as a road sign point to one direction and one ultimate goal, which is Christ. So what the specific uh, uh, instruction Paul gave to us um, to those uh, relationships in family, and um, Paul t tells us, uh, a wife, uh, be tender and kind, 
to your husband and uh, most of all, respect your husband, to husband uh, to earn your wife respect, and, uh, <clears throat> and you should, uh, you know, love your wife, uh, children, uh, to enjoy the love uh, of a home, uh, please respect parents, and the parents uh, must be patient and considerate to your kids. And uh, then at that time, uh, also happen at home is a master and a servant. Now, I think that um, very often happened in the workplace. And the workers, um, be cheerful um, and work harder. Um, and also uh, respect your employers, uh, both when they're there or when they're absent. And uh, the action, show respect to our employers is also, um, you know, um, show by realizing we not only uh, work for employee but also work for our Lord Christ. So I'd like to um, point out one thing uh, by using the next uh, slide. Uh, there is a diagram. A marriage relationship is actually a relationship of three, not just two. It's a relationship of God, husband, and wife. A relationship of parenting is also not a relationship of two parts, parents and the children. It's a relationship of three. God is in the midst of that. So with that uh, realization, and here is uh, when we move closer to God, the relationship will become close towards each other. <clears throat> okay, then next slide. And Paul basically gave us some steps of this transformation in the relationship. Uh, he teaches us first set our minds on Christ then put off our old nature and put on Christ's love. Then keep the peace inside our hearts. Then live out uh, Christ in our family. So live out part is the fluids, is the outcome of our mind change and our transformation. So again, as uh, John shared, our earthly relationship is, the is not the most important pursuit in our journey here. And our king, uh, which happened in our marriage and joy from the relationship are helping us to, to find Jesus and to enhance our relationship with him which is our ultimate reward. Jesus truly is our rock, our anchor, our hope, and everything. <clears throat> so let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for being the Almighty God. Everything is created by you, through you, and for you, including those 
important relationship in our family, in our workplace, and the community. So we pray that uh, you will continue set our minds on Christ, put off our old nature and put on Christ's love. And we pray that you will enable us to live out Christ in our daily life. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.